0: Hi, this is Annie from Land of Nod. Did you know that my first kids book, Leave Some Sea For Me, is available now from our website? Sadie Seal and Wally the whale have a big problem and it's up to us to help them solve it. Can you help all the wonderful creatures on the beach to keep their home healthy and happy? Leave Some Sea For Me is a wonderfully charming tale of an Irish beach and all the curious creatures living there. Gorgeously illustrated and so engaging, it will teach kids how to become caretakers of the oceans and keepers of the sea. And just for my listeners, you can get 10% off at checkout by entering the word POD. Just enter the word POD, P O D, at checkout to get 10% off this gorgeous book, perfect for any curious little mind. Head over to landofnodlearning.com to find out more. Thank you. The Little Bat. Come, said Mama Bat, flying toward her home in the cave.
1: It is time that you children went to bed. The eastern sky is growing bright and I can see the fleecy clouds blush rosy red as the sun looks at them.
0: The little bats flitted along after her and Papa Bat came behind them. They had been flying through the starlit forest all night, chasing the many small insects that come out after the sun has gone down and passing in and out of the tangled branches without ever even touching one. Indeed, Mama Bat would have been ashamed if her children had flown into anything in the dark. There might be some excuse for such a mistake in the daytime for Bat's eyes do not see well then but in the nighttime, she would have scolded them well. For bats have the most wonderful way of feeling things before they touch them. And there are no other beings in the forest that can do that. There are no others who can tell by the feeling of the air when something is near. And the bats made such fun of their friend, the screech owl, once, when he flew against a tree and tumbled to the ground. And now the night was over, and their mother had called them back to go home. One of the little bats hung back with a very cross look on his face and twice his father had to tell him to fly faster. He was thinking about how he would like to see the forest in the daytime. He had never seen the sunrise and he wanted to do that very badly. He had never seen any of the day birds or the animals that awaken in the morning time. He had thought it was pretty mean to make poor little bats go off to bed the minute the stars began to fade. He didn't believe what his father and mother said, that he wouldn't have a good time if he did stay up. He had coaxed and coaxed and teased and pleaded, but it hadn't made a bit of difference. Every morning he had to fold his wings and go to sleep in a dark crack in the rock of the cave. Hanging, head downward, close to the rest of his family. Their father said that there was never a better place to sleep than in this same crack and it certainly was easy to catch on with the hooks at the lower ends of their wings when they hung themselves up for the day. But now he just wouldn't go to bed, so there.
1: It is your turn next,
0: said Mama Bat to him when the rest of the children had hung themselves up.
1: I'm not going to bed,
0: the little bat answered. Not going to bed, said his father.
1: Are you mad? No,
0: said the little bat.
1: I am not, thank you. I don't believe the child's well,"
0: said Mama Bat.
1: He never acted like this before. Mm, I'm afraid he has overeaten
0: and she looked very anxious indeed.
1: I am quite well, thank you, and haven't eaten too much,
0: said the little bat.
1: I think you might let a fellow have some fun once in a while. I've never seen the sun in my life, and there are whole lots of birds and animals in the forest that I've only ever heard about.
0: Papa and Mama Bat looked at each other without speaking.
1: I won't go to bed
0: said the little bat. Very well, said his father, becoming quite cross. I shall not try to make you. Fly away at once and let us go to sleep. After he had gone, Mama Bat said,
1: I suppose you did right to let him go, but it seems too bad that children have to find out for themselves the trouble that comes from not listening to their parents.
0: The little bat flew away feeling very brave indeed. He thought he knew how to take care of himself, even in the daylight. He felt sorry for his brothers who were in the cave, but he made his mind up that he would tell them all about it the next night. The eastern sky grew brighter and brighter. It hurt his eyes to look at it, so he blinked and turned away. Then the songbirds awakened and began to sing. It was very interesting, but he thought they sang a bit too loudly. The forest at night is a quiet place, and he didn't see the sense of shouting so much, even if the sun were coming up. The nightbirds never made such a fuss over the moon, and he guessed the moon was as good as the sun. Somebody was scampering over the grass, kicking up his heels as he ran.
1: Mm, "'That must be a rabbit,'
0: thought the little bat.
1: "'The screech owl told me that rabbit's running that way. "'I wish I could see him more plainly. "'I don't know what the matter is with my eyes.'
0: Just then, a sunbeam came slanting through the forest and fell on his furry coat as he clung to a branch. "'Ow!' he cried,
1: How hot it is. I don't like that at all. The moonbeams do not feel so. I must fly to a shady corner.
0: And so he started to fly. Just what the matter was, he really couldn't tell. It may have been because he couldn't see well. It may have been because he was getting very tired. Or it may have been because the strangeness of it all was beginning to quite frighten him. But in any event, he tumbled and went down, down, down until he found himself pitching and tumbling around in the grass. A crow had seen him fall and cried loudly, Come, 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 to his friends. The rabbits, who were feeding nearby, came scampering along, making great leaps in their haste to see what the matter was. The goldfinches, the robins, the orioles. The woodpeckers and many other birds came fluttering up. Even a blue jay sat on a branch above the bat and shrieked, JAY! 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 to add to the excitement. And last of all, the groundhog appeared, coming slowly and with dignity, interested to see what the fuss was all about. What is the cause of this commotion? he asked.
1: We found such a strange bird, sir
0: said the biggest little rabbit.
1: Just see him tumble around. Bird? That is no
0: bird, said a woodpecker. Look at his ears and look at his nose. He doesn't even have a bill. Well, he flies, said the biggest little rabbit,
1: because I saw him,
0: so he must be a bird. (laughs) Said a chipmunk.
1: So does my cousin the well, in a way yet he is no more a bird than i am
0: and this fellow hasn't even a feather on his skin cried an oriole.
1: i think that my son is right
0: said papa rabbit
1: but this creature has wings
0: and he gave the bat a poke that made him flutter wildly for a minute
1: yes but what kind of
0: wings asked the goldfish
1: A pair of skinny things that grow on his legs and have hooks on the ends. He must be a
0: very silly fellow in any event, said the groundhog. He doesn't talk, walk, eat or even fly well. He must come from a very odd family indeed. For my part, I am not interested in persons of that kind. And he walked away with his nose up in the air. Now the other forest animals would have liked to watch the bat longer but after the groundhog had gone off in such a way they thought it would show too much curiosity if they stayed. So one after another went away and the little bat was left quite alone. He fluttered around until he reached the branch where the blue jay had been and there he hung himself up to wait until night.
1: Oh dear, he said. I wonder how long a day is. I am hot and I cannot see well in this light. And I am so sleepy. And if any more of the forest animals come and talk about me, I don't know what I shall do. They don't think me normal because my wings grow to my legs. I only wish that I could see what they look like. I believe they might look strange to me too.
0: And then... Because he was a very tired little bat, and quite cross, as people often are when they've done wrong, he began to blame somebody else for all his trouble.
1: If my father and mother had cared about me at all, he said, they would never have let me stay up all day. If I were a big bat and had little bats of my own, well, I'd take better care of them.
0: Just then, Papa Bat came along, shouting the little bat's name. He had not been able to sleep for worrying about his little bat out in the daylight all on his own. Papa! Papa! Here I am! The little bat cried, and his father swooped down and picked him up with his claws and carried him back to the cave. When they were safely inside and Mama Bat had cried for joy and cuddled and kissed her son, she said to him,
1: Well, little bat, what did you learn in your adventure in the daylight? i learned,
0: said the little bat, looking down at the ground sheepishly, that I much prefer the dark. And with that, he joined his brothers in the cave and wrapped himself up tightly in his wings and thanked the lucky stars that he was home, safe and sound, at last. The End